What's up, folks? Kevin Thomas, John Epps here. Week three, moving the chains preview show. John, give us some quick week two thoughts while I tweet this out right quick, and uh, then we'll get into the show here. Well, uh, first thing that I caught up on today, I guess Mallory Creek's not as good as they thought they were, or as good as they used to be. Because South Point, and I think that was, them but I out. think that was South Point, in North Carolina. I saw there's some conflicting score reports going around. I've seen that South Point and North and South kind of got canceled against them. I've seen they played. So I don't really know what happened in that game, but I saw that too. Interesting. So we're going to have to do some research on that. If somebody is from South Point, certainly let us know because obviously we weren't there. Um, but yeah, I saw a tweet last week saying they were getting canceled, but then I saw a score pop up for that game. So I don't ri- really know what's going on with that one. So if you do know, feel free to let us know. We'd, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys just so we can kind of track and, and see what's going on here in the state. But uh, yeah, if, if that did happen, that certainly was a big one for South Point. But anyway, continue, John. <laughs> and then Greenwood, um, also in the York County area, being Catawba Ridge, you're, uh, or my team of the week, Greenwood. Yep, or, yep, um, yep. Greenwood, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that was an impressive one. I thought Catawba Ridge is probably going to win that game. But Greenwood, they, uh, they, they, they really are tough. Mm-hmm. That was a big win for them, going on the road to Catawba Ridge to get that win. Um, any other games that jumped out at you, John, here? Uh, Carolina Forest got back on track. They went up across the border. Actually, uh, New Hanover came over from North Carolina to play them. They got back uh, in their winning ways, a 28-0 win for the Panthers. A little bit of a low-scoring game for them, but good to see them get back on track after getting beat by Fort Dorchester really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that Fort Dorchester team, man, they're good. They must be They very are good. good. They are good. But – uh. Anyway, welcome in. Kevin Thomas, John Epps here, Moving the Chains. This is your first time here on Facebook. Like our video, like our page, share it, tell all your friends. You see it, Moving the Chains SC. Super simple. We're also on Twitter Twitter and Instagram at just Moving Chains under John's name there. You see M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. If you guys want to hear the audio-only version that goes up later tonight, that'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. You can check it out there. Also on YouTube if you want to follow up uh, and, and see us there. We're, we're also on that uh, outlet. But, John... Like we do every week, we're going to run through our games of the week, our four biggest ones, kind of give a quick breakdown of those, and we're going to hit some of the uh, statewide games that we're looking forward to and then go over some of the pick'em leaders and, and whatnot from there. But, John, our first first big game of the week here is one that we're going to try to go to actually Friday night, and that's Ridgeview at Great Collegiate. Ridgeview was off last week. They were scheduled to play Sumter, but uh, that game got canceled due to COVID. So Ridgeview, uh, their last game, they beat North Augusta 29-14, which was one of our games of the week back in week one. They've got a QB, Washington. He's kind of a dual-threat guy. Kelly, the running back, has had a good season. The, the receiver, Agnew, is a good player there. A couple different guys on defense, Gas, Gamble, and Mason. While Great Collegiate, they just keep on rolling. They beat Legion Collegiate 42 to nothing last week. Through uh, three games, Casey Adams, one of my favorite players, has 556 on the ground and seven TDs. QB, Trey Robinson, is also a multi-year starter there, John. I know this is 5A versus 2A. What do you see happening in this matchup at Great Collegiate between them and, and them and Ridgeview? I think Ridgeview wins the game, but I think this is going to be a really, really close game. I think this is going to be a game where Gray can win it. I think they'll be in it late in the game. Um, I'm just a little bit concerned, like you, 2A to 5A. Do they have the depth to compete with the 5A team? Or you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be you know we're still. It's still hot out. You gotta have some attrition. You're gonna have some guys getting tired. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Gray has enough guys 
to be able to keep up with that. But, you know, in week one, they played the defending lower state champs out of 3A, Camden. That's right. Enzimp Stadium, and, and just wore them out. And they also, you know, they beat another 3A school, Oceanside Collegiate, I believe. That would have been week technically one or whatever. Week one. However that works out there. They did win that game as well. So they're used to playing some of the big boys. You know, John, this is just, like I said, three classifications is a big jump. And there's sitting some scrub. Ridgeview is, I think, top five in, in, in 5A right now. So they are certainly a good ball team. I would love to see Gray Collegiate win this game. But I just don't know if they're going to have the depth and the firepower to make it happen. But that should be a great ball game for sure Friday night. And, and the best player on the field is on Gray's sideline. That is true. And that could be the difference too. That is true. Got a couple comments here. Uh, Chris Bland said, what's up? Week three and Squirrel 100 week. What's up, man? Well, Patrick said, what's up? Tyrell Foxborough Jr. said he came over from Twitter. So, appreciate you, Tyrell. That's what we're trying to get you from. Get you from Twitter to Instagram and to Facebook and follow us everywhere. So, appreciate you guys for doing that um, and tuning in. But, you know, John, so that's going to be a big-time game. I think I'm going to lean, lean Ridgeview just because of the size and the depth they're going to have over, over Gray. But I would love nothing more than to see Gray win this ball game. Yeah, I think they might. They might. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough for me to pick that one. I want to pick Gray. If I didn't know what class Ridgeview was, I'd pick Gray. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. That's yeah. And move on to our second game of the week here. This is Greenwood, John's team of the week last week. They're going down to North Augusta playing at the Jackets Nest. You know, Greenwood coming off a 17-14 victory over Catawba Ridge, a team that was, I think, ranked number three in 2A uh, last week, and they've kind of dropped now. But, you know, the QB and Ra- the QB Rackley, the running backs, Morton and Still, you know, we saw those guys play week zero against Hillcrest. Offense looked great then. You know, that was week zero. So I'm sure they've gotten even better since then. Yeah, and, you know, their defense, they gave up some points against Hillcrest there in the second half of that game that we were at. But, you know, they were they were all over Hillcrest. They had, you know, they could they could do that. They could, you know, play a little bit, bend or break. And then they played last week where you can't bend. Mm-hmm. And they put it on a yeah. top rich team that has a ton of talent mm-hmm. all over the field. So I think Greenwood, you know, we were thinking, hey, maybe they were really good last year because they had, what was it, 20, 30 seniors 30 seniors, or something? something like that, um, yeah. I think it's the program. It's not yeah. just having 12th graders. It's the program. Yeah, they yeah. look like a veteran, veteran team, know what they were doing in week zero. Yeah, great coach there, Chris Lano. We talked about him a lot. But, you know, one thing that impressed me last week, John, was that we talked about Jaden Davis, the QB at Catawba Ridge, number one prospect in 2024. They held him to about 170 yards passing, I think. Held Catawba Ridge to about 270 overall, which is a very good defensive performance. Um, you know, we like we mentioned, we saw them in week zero. They gave up some passes deep to Hillcrest late, so that that kind of worried me going into that game last week. But it was short, short that up to them. It seems like for sure. But uh, North Augusta on their side of the ball, they beat uh, Grove Town of Georgia twenty-eight to nineteen last week. That's coming off a loss to Ridgeview two weeks ago for them. So that was a good good for them to get back on the track there. The QB, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They kind of going back and forth. It's like they've gone to the transfer Colson Brown again. He's back at the QB spot, so we'll see how that works out for them. They're running back. Um, where's my note here on him? DJ Curry averaged about 100 yards a game. They got a good receiver, Gamble there, uh, a wide receiver. And one thing I like about these guys, I don't know if we talk about it much or not, is that uh, they've got two college-ready tackles, right and left tackle. The guy's getting offers. Got a big old line there to kind of protect that quarterback there. And like, like I mentioned, too, they've got a great kicker, the Stevens kid. Always kicking touchbacks, can make can make field goals there. They're playing, against home, playing home against North Greenwood. What do you see happening here in this game? Friday night, John. I think North Augusta is good enough to make Greenwood play a good game. Mm-hmm. I think Greenwood's got to play a good game to win the game. If it's a game where they're off, they just don't have it, mm-hmm. they'll lose. But I think if Greenwood comes out and does what they expect to do and mm-hmm. they execute their game plan, I think they win. Um, you know, I, hey, special teams are so big. 
Mm. Having a good kicker is a really big deal at all at all levels of football, especially on the high school level. But I love the way Greenwood plays special teams too. Yeah, you know, we saw it against Hillcrest that they're very strategic in them kicking the ball off. Um, I, I think Greenwood's just the better team here. Mm. They got to play well because North Augusta's good. I just don't think they're as good as Greenwood. And you know, I sound like a broken record with this. I'm sure every week about Greenwood, but. The offense is tough to prepare for. You know, if you don't see that week in, week out, or just, you know, often throughout the conference, it's it's going to shock you a little bit. You know, and I, I'm trying to think about that conference down there with who North Coast plays, and I don't think they see a lot of triple options. So, you know, a non-conference guy, if, if this is a region team, you obviously probably prepare some during the summer for this and whatnot, but with it being a non-conference foe, you wonder if they even you know, prepare a triple option until week of the game. So that's tough to do, but I think I'm leaning Greenwood as well. I think they continue to roll here. Early in the season, a couple comments here from Dadrian Robinson said Louisville, Louisville versus Richmond Mineta. That'll be a great game. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, and then Derek Bethay, Lakeview, Hannah Pampico. I got news for you, buddy. We're about to talk about that game right now. Uh, so that's our our third game of the week here, John. This is one that got scheduled actually, I believe Monday or Sunday due to some cancellations. Lakeview is going to play Green Sea Floyd's. Uh, Hannah Pampico is going to play Johnsonville. That guy can't. Or both those teams had to cancel. So Lakeview is now traveling to Hannah Pampico. In a top ten matchup in one A, John Lakeview coming off a forty eight to eighteen victory over East Clarendon. Hannah Pampico coming off a twenty two to twelve victory over Manning. How do you like uh, the Wild Gators and, and the Raiders here? Uh, it's Friday night, John. Yeah, it's fun. We'll see uh, Hannah Pampico getting to the top ten for the first mm-hmm. time this season. Lakeview's been hanging around there all year. I think Lakeview wins it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think Lakeview's probably a little bit better of a team here. Um, going on the road, I don't know if it's going to be that big of a difference. It's not a huge trip for yep, Lakeview. Yep. Um, so I, I think Lakeview's going to win this game. I think they've got a really good team this year. And we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how the 1A teams sort themselves out in around that PD region. Yeah. Because there's a lot of teams that hey, we don't really know how great they are mm-hmm. compared to one another. Lamar, Hannah Pamplico, Lakeview. be interesting to see. You know, one thing I want to mention here, and we talked about it in the past, John, is that, you know, we love to see coaches who adapt to their players, you know. Just because you like running the ball, if you've got a team that's better at passing the ball, you got to adjust and whatnot. And that's something that Lakeview's done well this year. When you think of Lakeview, when I do at least, I think about them just pounding the ball, you know, some option stuff, running the ball heavy, things like that. This year, they have been open to passing it a lot more. They've got the kid, DJ Bethay, the quarterback, can really sling it around. They're two good receivers. They've got Norton, or sorry, uh, Dawkins and Page, at receiver that can really catch the ball. So, Coach King down there has done a great job of kind of opening up that playbook and kind of playing to their strengths. You know, Hannah Pamplica, I think they've only played one game this year. So they're still kind of finding their finding their way. I do like the QB poster and the, the running back, Edie. They've got a linebacker, the Kelly kid, getting some D1 looks. So they've got some talent there for sure. I think Lakeview goes on the road and wins this ballgame. I do. I do. I do too. So that'll be a big win for those guys. That should be a lot of fun there. I'm sure Derek will keep us updated on that game. He'll be down there, I'm sure. And then our fourth and final game of the week, this – I think maybe the only top five matchup in the state, John. Well, yes. I guess no, technically Ridgeview Gray is, but within the same class. Yeah, top five in the same same uh, class. Derek said DJ used to throw it like his daddy. <laughs> well, he's got it figured out right now, Derek. I tell you that. Um, so our last game of the week here is Brooklyn KC at Chapman. BC, I think only played one game as well okay. last week. They beat Blythewood fourteen to three, set up a couple a couple classifications here and got that win. Listen to this stat line here from their linebacker Owen Payne, John. Twelve tackles. A pick and a fumble recovery. Okay, so a big game there in a defensive battle for sure. Um, you know they've got a, a good quarterback in Staten. Chapman, you guys heard heard us talk about Chapman. We love Chapman. Settle's a good quarterback. Uh, the knock kid can really run it. Love DJ Blackett receiver. He's averaging 149 yards a game. This defense is still young. They're still coming along as we saw them give up some points to Burns. 
Give up a little bit of Bowling Springs last week as well. I think Chapman, John, while this is a top five matchup, I think Chapman probably wins by two plus scores. I, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about BC this year. They were a team, well, actually, it was pre, last few years they've been pretty good. They went mm-hmm. four and three last year. Um, but boy, when they lost, they got beat up. Mm-hmm. They, they struggled defensively last year. That The games they lost, they gave up 42 to Sean Thurman, gave up 56 to a very good Gilbert team. Yep. But uh, you know, that's a big number. And then they lost in the playoffs, a game that they were very competitive mm-hmm. with Camden, but they lost that game 52 44. The first game against Blackwood, total opposite. Yeah. Only give a lot of defense. Three. A lot of defense. So it, I'll be interested. Okay, is Brooklyn Casey, do they make that much of a turn from last year to this year? Or they, have they got that defense shored up a little bit more? Because if they don't, Chapman is going to light up the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. those boys can score. We know that. And it's and the other thing, they're not playing. If they're playing in the cage down there in Casey, yeah. it'd be a little bit different. But coming up to Chapman, that's a long bus ride. And that's a, it's an intimidating atmosphere just the way that Chapman plays it's gonna be a packed crowd um, they play some music they have a good time up there mm-hmm. um, that's gonna be a tough game for BC but that's gonna be a fun game to see how good is BC because mm-hmm. I, I think they're probably a pretty good team you know we talk about how a lot of improvement comes from week one to week or game one to game two so Brooklyn Casey could take a step forward I mean the defense looked great but that offense has got to score more than 14 points to be Chapman for sure so interesting to see how that goes uh Quick shout-out to Troy and Kevron, Norman, Derek, uh, Tyrell in here, Dadrian, Mark is in here, Thomas, guys, all the guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys for that. So to, to recap really quick, our four games of the week, Ridgeview at Gray Collegiate, Greenwood at North Augusta, Lakeview at Hannah Pamplico, and Brooklyn Casey at Chapman. So, John, while you get the statewide schedule ready, I'm going to give our uh, quick shout-out to our sponsors here, the George Agency. These guys have been with us since the beginning. They've been serving the insurance needs of SC for over 35 years. Their full-line insurance agency concentrated in employee benefits and health insurance with an office in Mullins and Merrill's Inlet. They can help you all across the state. They have clients in Greer, Rock Hill, Columbia, et cetera. So wherever you are, they can help. Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew, give, give them a call. Check them out, check them out at thegeorgeagency.net. And uh, give them a follow and tell them that the Moving the Change boy sent you over there, too. And then also our new sponsor, Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. They have a clear purpose to improve financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees that other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Security Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at securityadvantagefcu.com. That's securityadvantagefcu.com. Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. Win at banking, thrive at life. Member NCUA. So a big shout out to the Georgia FC and Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. Thank you guys for, for being a part of our show. And if you guys want to get your business in, give us a call, shoot us an email, DM, whatever. We'd love to have you on board. Uh, John Derek says he'll try to keep us updated. Appreciate that. So uh, definitely do that. Derek, send us some, some messages or whatever you got to do. We're, we'll be here uh, waiting and, and excited to see how that game goes. But, John, let's run through the statewide scoreboard there, and uh, I, I'll kind of tell you if the game's been canceled. See, hopefully we haven't had as many so far this week, so hopefully that's, that stays the case. But we'll keep going that way and throw in some comments uh, if we have any, I guess. So one game to note for Thursday night here in the Upstate, mm-hmm. Greer will be head to Southside Christian. Yep. Um, I think Southside Christian wins that ball game. I think they're a really good team. I know it's um, what is that one A to one A to four A. Yeah, you know, and I, I will say Greer had a nice win last week over Westside, but that was kind of a depleted Westside team. I think they only traveled twenty five guys due to COVID, including their quarterback who was out. So. Good win for Greer last week. Still don't trust the quarterback there that they have, so we'll see how that works out. Hey, good job by Westside. Almost yeah. winning that game. Yeah, yeah. Westside played tough. I mean, it might be a shocker, to, you know, if you look at 1A, 4A. 
But I think Southside Christian probably has a little more talent than what Greer does. That, the Martin kid at quarterback is a really good player there for them. I can see the Sabres winning this game at home for sure. I think they are going to win because of what happened last week. Mm-hmm. Southside's got more players than 25. Yes, they do. And it's, the guys that they've got are pretty doggone good. They're probably mm-hmm. better than the 25 guys that Westside had last week. Nothing on Westside. You just didn't have anybody. They didn't have yep. a quarterback playing either. Southside's going to have all their guys, and, and they're very good, mm-hmm. and they're going to be playing at home. Um, and that's a cool little atmosphere. If you it get is. a chance to go to the Southside game, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I don't know a whole lot about um, you know, private school football, but they, they do a good job. There. Yeah. Uh, so then we roll into Friday, and we've got some really good games Friday. So fingers crossed, some of these PD and Grand Strand teams still happen. Yeah. get to play because a lot of them haven't yet. But Myrtle Beach plan to go to Oceanside Collegiate. Mm-hmm. Play that game down in Charleston. That'll probably be on our pick'em. So just make sure you get in there for that. Oceanside kind of bounced back last or last week with a nice one over CE Murray after losing two tough ones there to uh, Huff or was it Butler? I don't know. One of the I other. Was, I believe it was Huff. Huff and then uh, also to Gray. Pretty strong North Carolina. Program. Lost to Gray as well in week one. So big one for them last week. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm excited to see Myrtle Beach get on the field for once. So that would be nice yeah, to see. Yeah, I hope they can. See Berger and Randall and those guys slinging around a little bit for sure. We've got West Florence, a 2-0 West Florence team. They will be going across the border playing West Brunswick. Mm-hmm. A 2-0 ranked May River team will host Wade Hampton. That's Wade Hampton in the Low Country. Mm-hmm. The Central of Pageland Eagles, they will go across the state line as well. They will play Piedmont out of, uh, I believe that's Monroe, North Carolina, where those guys are located. I'll tell you a quick comment. It, it's weird. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, but it's different to see a lot of these teams having to go out of state to find opponents. I've seen yeah, you know, some yeah. teams here in the upstate and also like in the PD region having to go to North Carolina to find teams and, and you know, maybe some guys down around like the coast, like in the Buford area, going to Georgia to find yep. teams. I know Daniel played a team from, Jan- from Georgia last week as well. So it's, it's you know, interesting to see what we're having to kind of do this week to, to get a full schedule out there. And, to, and the South Carolina schools, for the most part, are doing pretty good. Yeah, they're holding uh, their own. Daniel, holding their own. Daniel beat up on Duluth. Uh, Buford beat uh, what I understand was the Benedictine, right? Benedictine yeah. out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So good for those guys. I think West Florence. I don't know anything about this West Brunswick school, but West Florence, off to a good start. They are. They are. Um, Hunter Kenner Tyler, not off to a good start. They're 0-3. They will host Bethune Bowman on Friday. Now, this game, I am glad this one has been canceled. South Florence, very good football team, was supposed to host Lugoff Elgin Friday. Yeah. Lugoff might just said, we're out. They got canceled about <laughs> two hours ago, so we'll see if, if South Florence can find a new a new matchup. We'll, we'll see. Keep an eye on that for sure. Um, a little bit more fire and ice here. Uh, 0-3 Pendleton team will host 3-0 Powdersville. Mm-hmm. So looking to see Powdersville. Probably going to win this game. Probably going to start. I'll tell you what. They could have they could have been a team of the week for me two weeks in a row. After yeah. a 10 and 9 yeah. whatever win last week. A huge win there for the Patriots. And those boys keep on running. I know that, you know, Thomas Williams is a good run back for them. They've got they've got something going over there in Powdersville for sure. You know, I was talking about Ren last week, and I stand by what I said. You know, I thought Ren. Hey, they're probably the best 0-2 team in the state. They might be the best 0-3 team yeah, in the state. Yeah, you know, Rens had, I mean, they had no cupcakes there. So, yeah, the park, yeah. sure, you know, playing Dutch Fort, T.L. Hannah, and Powdersville. That's three tough matchups there for Rens. So, hopefully they can get it, get it turned around here and rolling soon before region play comes along. MACB will host Timmonsville. Somebody's I believe that is canceled. Um, okay. I believe MACB is now playing, I think I just saw it here in the chat a minute ago. MACB is playing Blackfield Hilda. Okay. R.I.P. MACB. That's going to be that game. one, I think. <laughs> I don't think that's going to go well for the Panthers. Yeah, they had a better we'll chance see. Simmonsville. We'll see. Aner will go on the road to play James Island. West Oak will host Dixie. Strom Thurman is hosting, I don't know if this is right. 
Trump Thurman is hosting a school called Josie, not out of the state of South Carolina. Uh, potentially across the state line. Not, I cannot confirm or deny that one. Um, McCormick is slated to host 96. Yep, your boy Cam said Josie at Strong Thurman, so it's confirmed. Okay. okay. All right. I don't know anything about Josie. Go Strong Thurman. Let's go. Which I never heard of them. <laughs> Where Schultz will host Greenwood Christian. Chesney will, I don't know who this school is, RS Central. Um, that might be a team out of, out of North Carolina as well. Then we've got Riverside hosting Eastside. A good chance for Riverside. Riverside, go another good win last week for those guys over Berea. Um, scored a lot of points on, on Berea in night for sure. Yeah, they did. Uh, as I said, North Augusta will be hosting Greenwood in one of our games of the week. Marion, 2-0 Marion. They will be hosting a good Andrews team, but Andrews team does not yet play a game this year. Mm-hmm. Hemingway will host Great Falls. Great Falls 3-0 this year. That one got scheduled today as well. So, you know, it's, I'm glad these teams are open to doing it for sure. So, and, and tell you what, if you're going down to Hemingway, stop by Scott's Barbecue. you got to get in there. Uh, your boy Cam said Josie's in Augusta, Georgia. So, there okay. you go, John. The okay. more you know. The more you know. Close trip. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw Hilton Head was supposed to play uh, Blackville Hilda. Mm-hmm. They are now scheduled to play Lake Marion. I don't know if that is legit, though. I believe that is correct. Yeah, I believe I did see. Um, no, somebody, somebody from that area is going to Lake Mary. I'm not, Lake Mary. I'm not sure if it's Hilton Head or not, but could be, could be. Um, South Point, South Carolina, probably is hosting Clover. Um, Clover Cancel. actually just got canceled okay. this afternoon as well. Yes, yeah. that could have been a good game. Yes, um, Hartsville is going to Conway. Conway has not played a game yet this year either. Mm-mm. Fort Mill will be hosting Lancaster. I believe I saw actually looking at the Conway, John. I saw that Conway has not even practiced for like 28 days. Oh, wow. So you got to hate it for those kids. I mean, but just with this, you know, the new rules, contact tracing and whatnot, quarantine, that's going to be a mess. But hopefully they can, they can find a way yeah. uh, to, to put a, put together a good squad there Friday night. Yeah. Hopefully they can get on the field. Um, Malden will be hosting Wade Hampton. Wade Hampton here out of Greenville County. Malden be, will be nice when they get back on the winning side there. Lost a tough one in the last minute to Greenville last Friday night. Uh, I'll tell you what, John, to, to recap that game real quick. I was I was pleasantly surprised with Mullen's offense. Yeah. You know, I, I knew they could shut down Greenville pretty well, giving up was it I think twenty four points, uh, including that last that last minute touchdown. But Malden, I want to say was down seventeen to seven or so late and scored two touchdowns late. So I think uh, Deuce Caldwell caught two touchdown passes. So you know, if Malden can can score twenty something points a game, they're going to win a lot of ball games with with that defense they have. And Caldwell's been doing great, and it's mm-hmm. great. Hey, put him on the offensive side of the ball, let your athletes mm-hmm. play. Uh, we've got Mullins will be hosting Lee Central. Midland Valley will be hosting Saluda. Mm-hmm. Scotch Branch hosting Baptist Hill. York will be hosting Union County. Eau Claire going on the road to Denmark OR. As I said, Lakeview you going to Hannah Pamplica. Yes. That's going to be a big game for us. Dreer on the road to Mid-Carolina. Catawba Ridge will go to North Carolina. They will play West Cabarrus on Friday night. Um, not sure... What kind of team West Cabarrus has that are one and one in the season? Rent will host easily. Rent should get a win on Friday. I don't know. Easily beat uh somebody last week. Maybe Wayne Hampton. I don't know. They beat somebody. So does everybody. Rent needs to get on the board. They need to end a W this week. We've got North Central will be hosting Blythewood. North Central a good team out of one A. Don't think they're gonna have. Is that not an odd matchup? Right, a one A five A. And this, okay. this might have been one where North Central. Need an opponent? Maybe. Um, Maybe. Uh, hey, good for North Central. Yeah. Hey, play them when you can. Line them up. Let's go. They typically, back when I was in school, North Central would play Louisville Belgium to start the year every mm-hmm. year. And they were very close games. 
And that's when we got Hodge wasn't bad. Comment here from, from Cam said Wagner Sally's in quarantine. Yes, I did see okay. that. They had to cancel two games, I believe. Um, Patrick says talks of Gaffney playing Catalba Ridge or Chapman in week five. Those would both be Ooh. great matchups. Either way, they're, uh, if we can get either one of those scheduled, that would be awesome. But I, like we said, it's been tough for everybody to get the game scheduled. So we'll that would see. be very but fun. Either one of those would be really good matchups. That would be very fun. Uh, Crescent will be hosting out of Georgia Hart County. As we said, Chapman hosting Brooklyn Casey. Mm -hmm. Really, probably the biggest game in the state. Um, it's up there. It's up there. We'll see how good BC is. Barrio will be hosting Carolina Academy. TL Hanna playing host to Belton Honeypath. Mm -hmm. Here's another bit of an odd, uh, odd matchup: Battery Creek hosting Andrew Jackson. Yeah, Andrew Jackson making a pretty long trip to play down in Battery Creek. We've got Lakeview, as we said, mm -hmm. hosting Hanna Pamplica. On the road, they're on the road to Hanna Pamplica. Yep. yep. Woodmont will be hosting Palmetto. Hillcrest hosting Dorman. I tell you what, those two schools, Dorman probably more so than Hillcrest needs to win in a really bad way. Both of those schools one and two right now. Yeah, yeah. Just I for saw, the confidence. Uh, Stephen Smith actually asked about that, Hillcrest-Dorman. I want to say I saw a stat where Jordan Hillcrest have played, I don't know, 20-something times, whatever it is. Hillcrest won the very first one, have not beat Dorman since. Oh, wow. So that would be, you know, and they've had some close ball games. A couple, couple years ago, over at Dorman, Hillcrest, I think, lost in a touchdown. It was a great ball game there. We, we watched that one, John. Um, That'll be a good ball game. You know, I was really surprised last week when Hillcrest lost to Spartanburg. Um, you know, Spartanburg being 0-2. I know the Jeter kid was coming back and whatnot, but I, I was surprised by Hillcrest giving up 40-something points. You know, that, yeah, that I, really kind of shocked me. Um, Dorman, like we said, got blew out. Not really blown out. Lost a couple scores with Fort Dorchester. which was probably closer than what we thought it was going to be. And so it like kind of got the quarterback issue figured out. So, honestly, I mean, it's going to be a high-score matchup, I think, Friday night uh, between those two. and I think Dorman's probably going to pull it out. They seem to be a little bit more solid um, right now. But, I, I actually, I don't know, John. I don't know. Who do you think wins that game? I think Dorman wins the game. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I do, too. I'd like to see Hillcrest play the entire game like they did the second half against Greenwood. Or second or half last week against uh, Spartanburg. Yeah, they were down big and came back, scored a lot late, too. But, if they can just get it going a little bit early, you know, like yeah. you said, if they can get it going, they can play with anybody. Because they've got a, a good quarterback, the, the Rajuni kid, the running back Coldren, the receivers, you know, Jackson and McFadden and Wisniewski. They can all throw it around and catch a run. So if they can just kind of get it rolling, they can score and, and play with anybody for sure. Yeah, and, and I don't think they have to get lucky. I, I think they've got the talent. I think they're good enough to beat Dorman straight up. Just can they can they put together more of a complete game than yeah. they have so far this season. Yeah. Cam said, do you guys allow, allow guests on the show? You're actually working on some interview stuff. So, Cam, send us like a message on Messenger here, and we'll chat about some different stuff. So, definitely uh, hit us up about that for sure. Uh, but, yeah, go ahead, John, with the rest of the rest of the statewide scores. We've got Atlanta hosting King Street. C.A. Johnson will be hosting Keenan. Whitmire at home against Pelion. R.B. Stahl will be hosting Goose Creek. Chesterfield hosting East Clarendon. Buford, 3-0 Buford, hosting West Ashley. Lamar will be on the road at Timberland. Clinton will be going to Swansea. River Bluff on the road at Berkeley. Branchville will be playing Bamberg Earhart. Um, that's a pretty big game. Mm -hmm. Branchville won their first game. Bamberg Earhart 2-0. Very strong club. Allendale Fairfax hosting Wilson Elko. Silver Bluff will be hosting Fox Creek. Chester hosting Woodruff. And Actually, that is off. That is now Chester's playing... Go ahead, I'll find it. But if Chester, okay. Chester, that game got canceled. Chester playing someone else now. I don't know if Chester's played who they're supposed to play yet this year. Chester's playing Northwestern now this weekend. Ooh. So that could be an interesting matchup. A throwback to the old uh, 
big foray. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know that Chester should have a chance in that one, but I'm glad. Hey, Chester looked good. Very good against uh, Clover last week, that's for sure. Uh, Lexington will play host to Airport. Burns will be going to Westside. Spartanburg on the road to Boiling Springs. Fairfield Central will be hosting Westwood. Manning will be hosting Waccamaw. Hartsville at home against Gilbert. That could be a really good game. Mm -hmm. Hartsville 0-2 this year, but I think they're pretty good. I believe they had, a, they had a lead on Camden last week uh, and kind of blew it from what I heard kind of in the second half, but you don't see it often out of Hartsville being 0-2 yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, they've taken a little bit of a dip last few years, and Gilbert, on the other hand, they've been on a, a big rise lately. Um, but Hartsville looking for the first win. They're 0-2 mm -hmm. right now. Marlboro County will be hosting a pretty big program out of North Carolina playing Scotland. Mm -hmm. They'll get that game at home, though. We've got Travelers Rest hosting Blue Ridge. Both of those schools looking for their first win. Seneca hosting Emerald. Stratford will be hosting Hanahan. Irma at home against Crestwood. Camden on the road against Lakewood. Sherrall hosting Lorse. AC Floor hosting a 3-0 Lower Richland team. Yeah. Lower we'll, Richland have been surprising. So we'll year. learn a lot about those guys. I think, you know, we know AC Floor is good. Lower Richland... They're three and zero, but we're kind of asking, you know got some reservations about them. So if they come out and play tough, even if they don't win the game, but keep competitive, that'll be a big step for those guys. Yeah, the Diamond, yeah. Horn, Diamond Hornets here. Um, Spring Valley on the road to Richland Northeast. Richland Original Northeast team that's been a little bit better this year. Yeah, I think two and one maybe. They're two I and one. Uh, both yeah. teams two and one. I think Spring Valley is far better mm -hmm. than R and E is, but uh, that'll be a good game. That's a that's a little bit of a rivalry that's not really talked about. Yeah. R and E is right there um, against uh, Spring Valley territory. Gaffney. Supposed to be hosting Mallard Creek. That is on as of now. I think Gaffney wins that game. Uh, I don't know a ton of about Mallard Creek, but I want to say they're not quite as good as they usually are from what I've what I've heard. So, be a good volume over there over at the reservation for sure. And I think you mentioned something about this game earlier. Louisville supposed to host Rich Spring Manetta. Yes, they are playing. They yeah. are playing. That'll be that's a good good matchup down there in one A. Um, for sure. I, yeah, I, I like off to a great start. I like yeah. both those teams a lot. They've both got a lot of talent. That could be a good ball game. 96 will be hosting Landrum. Fort Dorchester uh, supposed to be hosting Goose Creek. I want to say that is off now. I think so, um, too, because I think Goose Creek has got another opponent. Like okay. That. Yeah, I, I believe that one is off. And St. James supposed to be hosting Sacristy. And then the game that we are going to down in West Columbia, Great Collegiate hosting 5A fifth-ranked the Ridgeview Blazers. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a fun game. Yeah, that should be fun. I've seen a couple more get rescheduled. I think uh, – Daniel is now going across the border to play Hendersonville oh, okay. um, this Friday night. So, so that'll be an interesting game there. Anything else I saw that got rescheduled? That's all I see at this moment. Uh, actually, Ainer is canceled. I just saw that come across there. And um, I think that's all I've seen that is that is going on. But, yeah, so lots of moving parts. Um, you know, if, if we missed the game that you know of, let us know. If you want to hear us talk about one of these games we missed, definitely let us know. Oh, John, you didn't mention a big game here in the Upstate. Man at Greenville. How'd you miss that one, John? Ah, that's Amy, a big... Amy, thank you for the comment there. We totally forgot about that. Yeah, we actually we talked about it the other day about maybe going there, so we definitely know about it. Um, Greenville, like we mentioned, coming off a big win last week for Malden. That was a, yeah. I know they're at home. I know it's a 5 Malden team. Big-time win there for Greenville. Man, I think they also won. They, they got all, you know, they won again after losing Riverside two weeks ago. They're 2-1. and one. I think this game might get ugly for man. I think Greenville is, is the better team. Um, I think Greenville probably puts it on man pretty pretty handily Friday night. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's I think Greenville wins, but I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Um, yeah, I'd say maybe ten point game at worst. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Greenville, hey, they've played great. They have. But they've played some close games. Yeah, they won two games in the last <laughs> minute by three games. points. So uh, the, um, hopefully they'll keep it going. But yeah. they've got some good talent there. Greenville. I, I think Maine is certainly better than Rock Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Greenville went right down to the wire against Rock Hill, too. So mm-hmm. I, I think this has to be a really, really good game, too. Should be a good, good ballgame. I believe that is at Greenville in a spring stadium, too. So that's always always a help for the Red Raiders. But, John, I think that wraps that up. Let's go through um, our pick'em leaders, and then we'll go over the polls that just came out today, if that's cool with everyone. So, here are our week two pick'em leaders. Kane E goes a, a, a solid nine and one there to take the first place spot. Two guys tied at second: Chris B, Trevor F, both at eight and two. And then a handful there at seven three: Curtis, Mark, Charlie, Chase, Brian, Kyle, Darius, and Brew. I went eight and two. John's treading water again. Five hundred hanging in there. Five and five every week. So lots of good stuff there. Now let's look at our overall leaders. Like we said. We're going to drop the lowest score that you have throughout the season. So we started doing that this week, and we'll kind of you know, revise it each week as we go. But here are our overall leaders three weeks into the season. Kane and Curtis tied with 16 each. Um, also, sorry, Ryan's in there as well, tied at 16. Sorry for not highlighting your name there, Ryan. That was my fault on that one. So, uh, tied for fourth there, Chris and Trevor. Chris, Trevor, Charlie, and Tyler, and Kyle all there uh, at fourth place. And tied for ninth, we've got Haley, Mark, and Mark all at 14. I'm sitting there at 16, John at 10. We still got a long way just to go, fellas. So don't don't stop making your picks. We'll post those probably tomorrow. The ten games. We're still waiting to kind of see how this all shakes out. I love to get it out to you guys on a Monday, but just with the cancellations, it's hard to stay on top of this thing. We don't want to send it out and have five games canceled. You know, if one of them gets canceled, we can deal with that. But if four or five get in there, then it's tough to start scoring everybody. So we'll get those out to you tomorrow. Be sure to enter that. Um, I'll send you an email again to remind you. But John and I enjoy doing it. Don't forget, there's a prize at the end of the season. So definitely get in there and. And get your picks in and let us know who you think is going to win these uh, these 10 matchups here in high school football. But, John, let's run through the polls that came out today um, and kind of give everybody an update on who's standing where in these SC prep polls. Yeah, we'll start with 1A, go from the from the bottom to the top here. Number 10, Baptist Hill. 9, Hannah Pamplico. Big game this week against Lakeview. Number 8, Great Falls. 7th is Lakeview. 6, Blackville Hilda. 5th, Louisville, having a great start. Number 4, Whale Branch. Number three, Bamberg Earhart. Number two, Lamar. And number one, of course, Southside Christian. Some big games there, y'all. So Southside going to Greer. Lake New Hampshire, Pamplico. Great Falls going to Hemingway. Uh, a couple of nice matchups there. Rich Spring, Manetta, Louisville. So 1A's got some good action this weekend for sure. Going into 2A, uh, it's a tie for a night between Phillips Simmons and Newberry. Eighth, you have St. Joseph's. Seventh is Andrews. Big game against Marion. Game one for them, correct? Yes, that is a three versus seven matchup. Number six is Barnwell, five Silver Bluff, four Saluda, three Marion, two Gray Collegiate, and number one Abbeville. I'm interested to see what happens in this Gray Collegiate Ridgeview game. You know, if Gray loses this game, if they're competitive, do they stay at two? Do they drop? If, if they get blown up, do they stay at two? Do they drop? You know, how much stock do these guys put into just strictly win losses or to actually look at who they're playing and things like that? So. You're sure to see what happens to that to that team after this weekend's game. If they win, do they possibly jump Abbeville? So who knows? So they're sure to see how that poll turns out next week after uh, after their game Friday night for sure. Especially with Marion right behind them, yeah, yeah, playing Andrews. If Marion has a really really good game against Andrews mm-hmm. and Gray gets beat up, yep. Maybe do you put Marion number two? Maybe? Yeah, another good uh, two A matchup. I believe Newberry is playing Chapin this week, so that'll be going to learn learn a little more about Newberry sitting there at the nine spot as well. So. Should be some good ball games in two ways. Shaping a good team, a big, a they big are. team. They are. Good running back going to NC State, Bennett Galloway, big-time player. Going into 3A, number 10 is Gilbert, 
Number nine, Laura Richland checking in. Eight is Clinton. Seven is Anan. Six, the Cheshire Cyclones. Fifth, Brooklyn Casey. Number four, Camden. Number three, Chapman. Number two, Dylan. Yet to play a game. Mm -hmm. And number Not one is Daniel. <laughs> nope. And then we go into 4A. And checking at 10th is May River. Hanging in the top 10 and well-deserved is Catawba Ridge at night. It took a big tumble, which kind of surprised me losing to a pretty good Greenwood team. And, and, and you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. No, and, and tell you what, very and, and John will get to Greenwood here in a minute, and I've got a big beef with that, too, but continue. <laughs> We've got South Florence at 8, mm -hmm. Buford at 7, North Myrtle Beach at 6, Greenwood at 5. I, I don't know. You, you beat what was the number three team. And you're number nine, and you go up to only five. Like I mean, yeah. how, 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 you, how do you justify that as a voter? I don't, I don't get that. You got four South Point, third Myrtle Beach. You Still not playing play a game. game. Number two Greenville, number one AC four, and Greenville has gotten two first place votes as mm -hmm. well. Amy, Amy mentioned this here. It's a good point as well that all first place teams are unanimous except for four A, and, and that's something we've talked about. Like I don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, you know, I can see okay. Abbeville first place, I guess, but you can't. You tell me, Gray can't get one what, vote. I, I I went my vote for Gray. You know, you look at five A. You know, we've seen Dutch Fork, for, Dutch Fork. You know, firsthand now, I can see them getting all of them. Sure, give them to Dutch Fork. Sure, but three A, you're giving them all to Daniel. You know, you don't think Chapman, Chapman or you know even Dylan or one of those teams. One A, I, I don't know, but you know, that's how it is every year. It seems like you know, no matter what, there's never much uh, discrepancy really in, in the number one teams in these voters, which I don't know. If that's I don't understand it, but that's how it usually seems to turn out. But and, you know, you got Powersville there; they're getting votes, but the mm -hmm. three, no, they played really well. Yeah, you, you know, you you look they're at outside the top ten. You look there at four A with Greenville; they've got Jailman this week, and I believe Northwestern next week. You win those two games, you're telling me these guys aren't worthy of more than two first place votes in four A after beating those exactly. teams. So we'll see what happens. But uh, let's move on to five A now, John. So the big boys: tenth is Ashley Ridge, ninth is Dorman. I don't still too high. I, I mean, have them they haven't shown me much. They have not shown me much. Eighth is Chapin, mm -hmm. and, and this is kind of weird to me. Chapin, I'm not sure who, what they did first game, but last week they beat a bad league of Belgian team, 56-28. That, that doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Um, but they're in eighth. Seventh is Burns, which I, I think that's about right. We saw Burns, and, and we'll hit this in a minute. But yeah, yeah, go ahead, sir. Number six is Northwestern. They could be higher. They, yes. Number five, Ridgeview, who we will check out Friday night. Mm -hmm. Number four is Gaffney. Third, T.L. Hanna. Second is Fort Dorchester. And, of course, number one is Dutch Fork. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we haven't seen much out of T.L. Hanna that makes me think they're deserving number three, really. I think they beat Lawrence pretty close, beat Rim pretty really? close. I don't know if they played last week or not. If they did, I don't remember what the I don't score was. They did. But uh, that was surprising to me. You know, after seeing Dutch Fork Burns last week, I think Dutch Fork is, is head and shoulders better than most of the teams in the state, probably all the teams in the state. But Burns is a very good football team, too. They kind of ran out of gas, second half, got shut out, second half was kind of surprised me getting beat 56 to 25, I believe it was. But they, yep. they hung in there tough with Dutch Fork for a half. The, the quarterback, the Rogers kid, has improved 10 times better than what he was last year. He made some really nice throws there. Uh, Max Mullins was a good running back. He got hurt, came out of the game, which kind of hurt them. But just at the end of the first quarter, and you know, it was, I guess, 21 13 when yeah. Max Mullins went out of the game. And it was. A competitive 21 13. It was. Uh, it at was. that point, neither team, Dutch Fork, and not stop Burns. Burns yeah, I think both teams Fork. scored their first three drives. Um, so that was impressive to see from both sides there. But really good ball game. Um, Dutch Fork is too much firepower. Just yeah, too much firepower. yeah. You know, they are, uh, they are 
big, strong, physical, mm-hmm. and they're talented. I, the last few years, I, I think I was wrong. I'm like, oh, they don't have a ton of talent. Yeah, actually, they do. Yeah. Um, turns yeah. out they do. And they, that, I think they have a lot of talent on the team this year. Mm-hmm. But they were big. They were fast. They played fast. They hit hard. Mm-hmm. They played aggressive. And, you know, some of the play calling in that late in that second half were like, you're up. You know they were at forty nine twenty five and they were throwing football. Mm-hmm. They, they they threw a wide receiver pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that attitude and you can say we were like, man, come on, that's a little bit rude, but that's how they play. Yeah, that's that that attitude trickles throughout the entire team. They they play and you want that. Yeah, you want that for sure. Football team, especially going up playing a top ten team on the road. Yeah, you I, want that. You know there are rumors that Tom Knotts were wasn't going to coach. He had some heart surgery. Had been sick. But he was there on the sideline. He's like, I'm, this is what I do. I coach football. And he was there. So that was nice to see uh, and good for him. And, yeah, I mean, it was great for those kids to get back on the field after the death of Al-Khatib two weeks ago. Seeing them kind of come come together and play a good football game there. You know, I saw they put out a tweet this week that they were looking for an opponent for this week. I see nobody took them up on that all. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, yeah. what's uh, – I don't think Abby was playing this week. Hey, let's – And Abby will talk about all those trash. Abby hey, Bill's fans, I'll tell you what, they said they'll play anybody. So, we'll see how that goes. But I guess that didn't get put on the schedule. Um, at least it's not yet. But, um, you know, from watching, I've seen, you know, three of the big boys in 5A now, Dutch Fort, Burns, and uh, Gaffney. It, it's sad to say, John, but I don't know if these – I don't know who's going to play with Dutch Fork again. You know, Gaffney has potential. If Loftus, ha- if Loftus, you know, comes along, has a really good game, that and they keep their running backs going, it's going to be tough for anybody to beat those guys. It, Very tough for anybody to beat those guys. And, and the school, just thinking about the upstate, mm-hmm. uh, from the upper state, I, you know, let's see what Northwestern still can do. Because Northwestern's been very impressive so far. Mm-hmm. They're not getting, you know, they're sitting at sixth in the poll. Mm-hmm. They're not getting a whole lot of love in the poll. But I think you, you take Northwestern against Gaffney or Northwestern against Burns, I'm taking Northwestern. Um, I think Northwestern might be the uh, maybe the toughest opponent right now um, from the upper state side of things. And then down the low country, well, Northwestern is looking good. There. Yeah, um, the defense worries me because I think Dutch Fork is going to score, obviously, but you've got to hold them to thirty something. I, I mean, I, I don't think you're going to beat them by outscoring. I don't think because they've just got too much firepower. The Patterson kid, the Williams kid, you know, Jarvis Green. I, you got to be able to slow them down, and I don't know if Fort Rochester has the defense for that. I'm not sure they do or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, so. and, but you know, I, I think the tape that everybody's going to see from that Burns game, they're going to see. Okay, you can move the ball. These yeah, guys. you can score on these guys. Um, you know, it wasn't garbage. It, it just said Burns didn't score in the second half. Yeah, this game was it was 42-25 at the half, mm-hmm. but Burns is getting the ball to start the second yeah. half. You know, if say that's anybody else, say it's Northwestern. If you go down and score to start the second half and you're down ten, yep. a 42, 32 game, or you know, that's you're in the ball game. Yeah, you were sure. certainly in the ball game at that point. Um, that's easier said than done, of course. Um, but I, I think they are they are beatable. They so, are. Burns is it's good. Be tough. It's gonna we take know, a perfect game to beat them. <laughs> Burns is good, but you know the whole the whole attitude around that game was out of probably three touchdowns behind. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's and they were a little more than that, but you know that's. Oh, and I don't think they count on Matt Long. That's true. Exiting the game true. in the first quarter because uh, he was having a great start to the mm-hmm. game too. And, and yeah, I can't say enough about Gabe Rogers. I, I thought so much improved from last year. Yeah. Antonio Williams at Dutch Fort, he's the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought the and I, I don't know his name now. The the safety, the big safety, twenty nine at Dutch. Oh Fort. yes. Uh, what is his name? I'm trying to think. Anyway, that guy. Out. 
He was. He played a good game. He yeah. was too. He's one of those players that you see on the field. You're like, that guy is too big to be that fast. Yeah. Um, and he when he hit somebody, boy, he he ran through them. He mm-hmm. hit them. I think, in my opinion, at least on the defense side of all, he, he might have been the second best player on the field. Mm-hmm. Gabe Rogers, third best player. He played well. He did play a good he, game. He um, was awesome. So we'll see if if they, if Burns can continue that. I know they play. Uh, who did they play this week? West side this week, so they should get an easy win there. But then they've got they start rolling in. I think they play Gaffney in two weeks, I believe, uh, maybe three weeks. They play Gaffney, so that'll be a good ball game there between those. Kind of see how that's going to work out. So, lot lot of good games in the, obviously region play too with Spartanburg, Dorman, and whatnot for those guys. See how that turns out. But here's good football coming up. One more shout out to our sponsors right here before we get out of here. Uh, the George Agency, Bradley George, uh, sorry, yeah, Bradley George, Wayne George, Richard, and the crew there. Serving insurance needs in South Carolina for over 35 years. Concentrating in employee benefits and health insurance in office in Mullins and Merrill's. And they can help you all across the state. They have clients in Greer, Rock Hill, Columbia, etc. So wherever you are, they can help. Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew. Give them a call. Check them out at thegeorgeagency.net. And also our, our sponsor, Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. They have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees the other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Security Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at securityadvantagefcu.com. That's securityadvantagefcu.com. Security Advantage Federal Credit Union, win at banking, thrive at life, member NCUA. So shout out to both of those guys for sponsoring our show here. If you guys own a business or you know want to sponsor something as well, feel free to let us know. Love to have you on board. and Get your name out there in our social post on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. Um, but if you guys are tuning in for the first time tonight, we appreciate you for doing that. Like our post, like our page, invite your friends to like our page. That'd be awesome as well. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Moving Chains. Our audio only version comes out later tonight. That's on podcast. Uh, sorry, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whatnot. And you know, we're everywhere. So love the guys. Love to have you guys tune in and, and love the comments. That keeps us on our toes. Kind of adds some perspective to everything. So we enjoy interacting with you guys. So I'm sure to do that. And if you're at a big game Friday, like Derek at the Lakeview game, or Amy at the Greenville game, or Chris at the Gaffney, Patrick at the Gaffney game. Send us some scores and, and keep us updated because obviously we can't be everywhere at once. So we're going to try to be over at Ridgeview and uh, Great Collegiate, but we can't be anywhere else. So it definitely keeps us updated with that stuff. Uh, John, any final thoughts here as we go into to week three? Uh, I'm really excited about these big games. Again, yeah. with, with teams traveling a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Brooklyn, Casey, Chapman, those are not games that we typically get to see. I, mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And we're getting into some good games Again, every week we're, we've got big games. You know, Marion Andrews, and it's cool we've got some. I say cool, it's it's unfortunate, but teams like Andrews haven't played a game yet. Yeah. Uh, Myrtle Beach hasn't played a game yet. Let, yep. Let's see what they've really got because we think they're really good. Yeah. And, you know, the first three weeks of the season, we've seen some surprises. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sure some of these teams that haven't played yet, I'm sure some of them are going to surprise us. Some good, some probably bad. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ball games this week. We mentioned throughout every classification. You know, 1A's got three or four games that it will be really good to go to. 2A's got a couple. 3A obviously has a big one there at Chapman. He's cleared. And 4A, 5A all have some big ball games. Um, so definitely uh, keep us updated and get out to a game this Friday night. It should be great weather. So I definitely want to get out to, to one yeah. of those for sure. And as always, be sure to join our Pick'em. Get in that. I'll post that uh, tomorrow with the games and the link to get in there. So do that. Share, tell your friends, whatnot. Uh, you don't want to miss a week if you do. Like I said, we're dropping the lowest score, but you don't want to miss too many weeks now because it's hard to come back from a zero, John. <laughs> hard to come back from a zero. But uh, once again, for John Epps, I'm Kevin Thomas. Then our Moving the Chains Week 3 preview, and we will talk to you guys next week.